0: It's big dog ball talk. A depressing Monday fucking morning. Uh, oh, <laughs> Green Bay Packers. What happened? <laughs> right. Yeah, yes. Great, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Great day. Great day to uh, you know. I'm uh, I'm reeling. Uh, you know, depending on uh, on who you are listening to the podcast, you might not know that. That's my that's my team. But in the in the end, Jordan. Uh, and, and yeah, if you don't know, it's Matt Acorn, Jordan's legal big dog ball talk. Uh, but yeah, it's it, it was it's it's. It's almost a blessing in disguise because I think that they would have gotten their asses can't just just handed to them by the San Francisco 49ers. So I don't even want to – I don't yeah. need to deal with it. I don't need the negativity in my life. Um, I, I don't know if you were watching any of those last couple foosball games yesterday, uh, Flegal or not. But, uh, yeah, that, that, that one yeah, that one definitely stung.
1: Yeah, that one was close. But, you know, Matt, my – my Bengals were good. Uh, I think mm-hmm. we, we, we're playing Miami, right? We got the Dolphins. I didn't quite no, look at the, you. You
0: got Baltimore back. Oh no, Baltimore! Week. Oh my yep.
1: God, you're right. Yeah, we got the rematch. Um, but uh, yeah, I feel for you, Matt. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I knew you wouldn't be feeling too hot this morning uh, after that result. I'm sorry, dude.
0: Aaron well, Rodgers,
1: his last game or what? What's yeah, going on 100%. with him?
0: Hundred percent, man. He, he walked off the field with his boy Randall Cobb, Cobb Corn Cobb, uh, right, and uh, that 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 he brought him back. They played like I don't know, so like ten years together. I don't know, maybe that's a stretch, but they played a long time together. Uh, you know, you don't, you don't, and then also there's a the whole audio now of uh, uh, Jameson Williams, the rookie uh, for the Lions, asking him to do a jersey swap after the game, and Roger says, "I'm, <laughs> I'm holding on to this one." Actually. So, yeah, pretty I, good yeah, indicator I, there, yeah. Wow. Yeah, if he comes back and pulls a Brady, that would be crazy. Um, hopefully he doesn't because honestly, Rogers was one of the like, like the worst players on the team this year. Like he made a couple okay plays, but like <laughs> in comparison, in comparison to the rest of his career, I like he yeah, didn't help much. The worst part is the fucking play calling. The play calling is horrible both sides of the ball. That really makes me angry. But uh, it is what it is. Uh, you know, it's it, it, enough about the NFL. Maybe we'll give you guys a recap in the Super Bowl. Uh, or maybe maybe if Jordan wants to vent out, if the Bengals get their asses handed them at some point, they, uh, won't, probably, they won't, they won't, pro- they won't. Probably I don't know, if it's against the Ravens without Lamar, that'll be fucking crazy. But uh, yeah, that would be. I think that would that there would have to be something really fucked up that happens that to for that to happen. But you know, we're talking about all these uh uh the land of football. Uh, you know, their, their ratings are a little higher than the NBA. Let's just say that. Uh, but you know what? Uh, the, the, the only, the only team, the only man that could rival the NFL in usage and ratings, uh, is LeBron. James. And it, oh, and, yeah. No, no, Mo, yeah. He's got, Oh, <laughs> uh, LeBron James, and the Los <laughs> Angeles Lakers, five game winning streak. Uh, who would have thought they were here? Not us. Uh, no. six and four in the last 10. And, uh, you know, they're only getting better from there. Uh, this team, you know, Jordan, right now they're they're half half a game away from the the play in tournament again without yep. Anthony Davis, uh, they're climbing their way back up, trying to catch Portland uh, or Minnesota or even Phoenix right now. Uh, the Clippers are only in a, a, a a game ahead of them. Like this is completely wide open. Hell, the Lakers are only a game behind the Warriors, who are now in six. There is uh, one, and then you can even put in the Jazz in there. They're uh, they're only uh, a half game behind the Lakers. So within a game and a half uh, from 6th to 12th. Yeah, right I mean, the they're, they're
1: in the win column. They're only a game behind the Kings in 5th.
0: Yeah, they're still Insane.
1: like, I don't even know. I don't even know how this happened. I want to go check the tape, check the math, uh, because I swear the Lakers were worse than this, like to start the year. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't know how they've. They've caught up with so many of these teams so quickly, like. Um, but you know, it's it's really, uh, yeah, it, it, it's quite shocking because I thought they had they had mailed it in. I thought it was I thought it was done, and mm-hmm. especially with Anthony Davis going down again, I was like, th- th- "There's just no way." But LeBron, since he turned thirty-eight, he's been averaging thirty-eight points per freaking game, going mm-hmm. wild, uh, looking, uh, you know the the maybe the best he's looked over the past few years but that's hard to say with him because he always seems to you know look amazing and then somehow even though he's gotten you know a few months older look just as good and you know his body still looks great he's still throwing down dunks um yep. you know he's he's he's, to, he's slowly been getting less efficient from three uh and the foul shooting is still a bit of an issue but that's you know he doesn't need those parts of his game to to be dominant, and he's that's, uh, that's been
0: his kind of the narrative of his whole yeah. career too. He's not really, he's never been a good jump shooter.
1: Yeah, yeah, and yeah, you know, he's 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 learned to adapt without it, and 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 yeah, I mean, like, I we were over I, when we recorded last podcast in person. They uh, he was going to do some fucking uh, interview at uh, oh, yeah. yeah random yeah. interview. I don't think much came out in that. Uh, I don't know where like he's going to retire. It. Did they I don't not? think He I, did it. No, I apparently. think he did.
0: Did he not? I don't know. I don't think he did. I'm pretty sure I saw a bunch of shit saying that uh, it was like women's gymnastics was on the channel. This would have been the American channel. Uh, It was women's gymnastics and then it just cut to uh, whatever the next thing was. So there was, I don't think that he did it.
1: Cause I saw clips of a conversation with him, a one-on-one sit down with Dave McMenamin who covers them for ESPN, uh, and I just assumed it was that, but maybe that was from something else. Who knows? But anyway, I mean.
0: if he, Yeah, if anything came out, it was just him saying, like, uh, Blaze Pizza, we're doing uh, <laughs> oh, uh, God. Uh, I a yeah. get one deal on Monday.
1: Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, the, it's, it's come up again, though, I think, you know, whether it was because of that or just because of how well they're playing that, like. Why aren't the Lakers making a move? Like I think I think he, he he's even had quotes about it recently about like mm. you know knowing what needs to happen. Um, and it's kind of like uh, you know it's kind of like how I feel as a Raptors fan about the Raptors situation. Like you have all the evidence you need. You have yeah. you you have the ability to go and doing some do something. And like if, if you're the Lakers, you should be counting your lucky stars that you've won five games in a row that you've do that you're doing this and that you have LeBron playing at this level mm-hmm. without any anyone even resembling a co-star with him right now with Anthony Davis out. So like we've been saying again and again and again, just go and do something. And it doesn't have to even be, um, you know, you don't have to necessarily use both of your picks to go and make a move. You can make a small upgrade, you know, in, in one area and then maybe another one with the other pick. Like it doesn't have to be this massive home run. Um, but if it is, uh, the, the, again, I, I, as I've said, you know, my position on it this whole time, people be like, it's not worth it creating the picks. I'm like, it does not matter what you do to upgrade now. Like LeBron keeps showing you again and again and again, he can, like he can do superhuman things at this age. And if you yeah. have an Anthony, uh, healthy Anthony Davis, let's say he comes back, he's he's like a top five player, uh, you know, when he's healthy, uh, you know, the league is so good now, maybe that's hard to say, but top 10 at least when he's healthy um, and playing well, a uh, player in this league still. And so if, if if you make an upgrade, like I've said so many times, and people, uh, it's baffling me the amount of people saying like, oh, the Indiana is Miles Turner and Buddy Heald. Does that even do it for you? Is that even enough?
0: Uh, you straight that, be, that be, again, for, for that, Russell that, Westbrook? I, it's still crazy they've never made that deal.
1: Well, who knows if it's still on the table. But honestly, I'm like, yes, that fucking is enough. We keep talking yeah. all year about how wide open the West is. Yeah, maybe you don't win the title. But like... I think with LeBron playing the way he is, you get two guys like that, two rotation players like that, uh, and you have Anthony Davis back in this scenario. I could see them, you know, somehow, you know, magically getting through the West and giving it, you know, giving whoever comes out of the East to run for their money. Like I don't, I don't get this idea that you know you should be conservative with these picks at all. I don't even care if yeah. it comes back to bite you a little bit because you only have LeBron James, you know, the best player of our generation for a little bit longer. Don't you want some fucking playoff games with them in in L.A., even if it's just, you know, to the second round? Like, the Lakers, you're going to be fine. You're always fine. You never need draft picks anyway. You build your organization through getting stars. So, God, I mean, I feel like we've been talking about this since, you know, halfway through last year, but please make a goddamn move uh, because this is great. This is a fun little story, but the Lakers are still in 11th place. I want to see LeBron doing this like uh, you know with with a comp- more competent team so they can get up and, and be in the playoff race for god's sake so i can see this guy for you know what might be the last few good years of his career uh actually playing winning basketball
0: yeah and, and it is you know the way that they are playing just isn't built to last either uh you know right now yeah. they play uh they're, they're fifth in the nba in points per game they have the highest pace uh yeah. in the entire nba that doesn't work for a 38-year-old guy, even if it's LeBron James. Eventually, yeah. uh, you know, like, I, I mean, again, we've been saying this for a decade. Uh, but, you know, eventually, like, you know, we are going to see LeBron, you know, slow down a little bit. Uh, I mean, I think we've already seen, you know, a little bit less explosiveness than, you know, oh, compared yeah. to in the past. Uh, he's actually had injuries, you know, for the longest time. Uh, you know, LeBron's one of the biggest uh, accomplishments and things that's helped him, you know, bolster all these all-time stats that he's, uh, he's, he's racked up. Has been that he's always maintained his body and he's always been healthy. Yeah. Uh, so I I think right now when you look at this team, they they played a, they, you know, they they beat some decent teams and you know they scored the ball really well against them. Um, yeah. But I mean at the end of the day, they played a lot of teams that also are kind of similar to them. What uh, the, in the way that they're not really there's no defense being played. They were also just going yep. for 130 points. Yeah. Um, so it's not uh, it's definitely not like they're they're out here uh, clamping down on anybody uh, by any means because. That's where in the playoffs you're gonna need it. You can't oh, rely yeah. on an offense like these superstar uh, or superstar uh, these just high powered offenses that uh, go into the playoffs almost always flame out if they don't have a reliable defense to kind of uh, you know anchor them uh, yeah. the rest of the way. And you know what? If you bring that, like if Anthony Davis can come back and be healthy and just play to the level he was playing at before he got injured uh, this season, you know what? Yeah. It could work. It could, they could, maybe this team. Maybe they don't need to make a move. Like I, I, I know. Like I, I, do I think that they could win a championship without, uh, you know, making a move? No. Do I think they could win a championship uh, after making a move? Not really either. So it's kind of like depends on do the you, move.
1: But yeah, probably not.
0: Probably not. But the thing is, yeah, so what I'm thinking about right now, like, if you can make the playoffs and you're, and just try and do whatever, like, I, I, I don't think, I think that you should just cut the losses and just kind of say, you know what, let's build, let's do what we can, and, you know, uh, take this shot, take a swing at this, and then honestly at this point, just hold on to those picks. Because if those picks are you know, projected to be pretty much the post-LeBron, maybe uh, post-Anthony Davis, depending on whatever the hell he decides to do. Because I really do think that when LeBron's gone, AD's also going to follow in that. I don't see him staying in LA for any reason. Uh, so, yeah, yeah I, I, I'm just trying to, you know, think like long-term, maybe now these picks are worth holding on to just because they could be a little more valuable. I mean, hell, we saw, uh, you know, with the Lakers move with the the Pelicans, those picks at the time we're like, oh, those won't be, those won't be valuable. Those will be shit picks. And then, you know, look at them now. Uh, you know, I, I mean, now I guess they're a little bit more valuable than they were, uh, just because again, the league is so top and bottom heavy. Uh, like I think right now, you know, you brought them up, like the Raptors have like the sixth worst record in the league now. (laughs) Uh, so the Lakers probably are all the way back up to like the, almost the upper, like the top 50 percentile, uh, in the league. So I, 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 it's, Yeah, every single storyline for the Lakers will keep changing on a week to week basis, and that's the problem with them right now is that there's just never going to be consistency in that lineup. There's never going to be consistency on the court, uh, and you know, just like their front office, uh, the only thing that's consistent is uh, is the shit. So I'm I'm, yeah, I'm not looking. uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to seriously take uh, you know any kind of consideration and thinking that the Lakers are uh, you know a threat really in the playoffs uh but you know who knows maybe they, they could make some noise maybe they could uh get get uh, get a little bit uh, feisty at some point but uh yeah it's I I also still think you know the, the six man Westbrook the, that that situation has worked out. About as well as you could uh, could have asked for it to go, uh, especially compared to how we played last year. So, uh, I mean, oh, yeah. things are things are rolling well for the Lakers right now. It's it's just a matter of time to you know figure out if this is legit and this is kind of that turning point that they've uh, you know they've they've overcome, or if uh, this is just kind of a flash in the pan. We'll be back down to twelfth, thirteenth in the West uh, in no time.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see it going either way. Like it, a lot of it has been. LeBron heroics, uh, yeah. you know, keep, you know, they they, they won that game in Sacramento, um, you know, by, by two in the end on a questionable, uh, quite questionable call on Deer yeah. and Fox at the end of that game. But, you know, I mean, to talk about Westbrook. I mean, look, listen to the stat line. Okay, 23 points, five rebounds, 15 assists, seven for 14, you know, 50% from the field, two for five from three, which That's I fine. think, you know, yeah, it works out over time too. I don't know. What is that? It's like, 40%-ish. I don't know. I'm terrible with math, but two for five is fine. Plus 15. He did have four fouls, uh, four turnovers, pardon me, but, you know, with a 15 assists are you know, kind of cancel that out nicely. But, mm-hmm. like, what a great stat line for, for like, for anyone in the league you look at that, especially off the bench. It's like, wow, a double-double off the bench. So, yeah, the Russell Westbrook off the bench thing seems to be working really well and he has uh, really taking this, you know, be a playmaker as much as possible thing to, to heart. Uh, and he doesn't shoot nearly as much off the bench. I think that's just somehow clicked in his brain finally that he doesn't yeah, need to do that.
0: What, yeah, I don't really get what what has clicked now all of a sudden that he can done I starting.
1: I know, I know. Well, that's the thing. It's like, can you can, can't you just do the exact same thing starting? But may, may, maybe there's something about you know coming off the bench and you know I, I don't know. Maybe it, it's just uh, if it's if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So keep doing yeah. what what, you, what you're doing, he, Russell Westbrook, and keep bringing him off the bench. didn't
0: yeah. trust Austin Reeves?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I mean, and, and you look at a guy like you know Thomas Bryant last night had his or the other night against the Kings. The same game had had the best uh, night of his uh, season, twenty nine and fourteen uh, on on twelve for fourteen shooting uh and he had a block in there as well and you know played uh, okay defense uh, you know on the other side but you know they've got some okay players that you know and and you even go back a couple games lebron missed one and they they beat the heat in this five game win streak because dennis schroeder went off so some Mm -hmm. of their rotation pieces their signings are panning out a little bit at least a little bit more than they were so like yeah, I mean the, the the issue is and continues to be that Anthony Davis isn't healthy and you know stop me when you've heard that before. I mean that's been the issue way more than a guy like LeBron who's way older and should theoretically probably have more injury concerns than a young uh virile guy like Anthony Davis. Yeah. But you know brittle bones boy, he's he's been the issue this whole time whether he's not whether he's on the court and just floating through games and not being as dominant as he should, which I've been critical of him, you know, a lot. I think we both have. Or yeah. just flat-out missing time. Like, it, it, it's just, you know, w- this is great. Like we're saying, this is great. You know, the shooter's playing better. All these guys, the, the Westbrook experiment. But if you don't have Anthony Davis, none of this matters. Even LeBron dominating doesn't matter. So, mm-hmm. because he's not only the key to, you know, having another superstar there offensively who can give you 25 points or more, but he is the, you know, when he's on, one of the best interior defenders, he kind of changes the outlook of this team's defense. Uh, so, like... Uh, it, until he comes back uh, you know it doesn't matter if they hold on to the picks if they trade them if they make a big swing if they make a small upgrade like it, it's it's all on anthony davis and so uh, uh again I, I i don't know what like if you're a lakers fan how you're supposed to feel like the, a five-way game mm-hmm. win streak is amazing like we're saying they're a game out of fucking fifth place in the win column so anything could happen here but that y- bottom line is you need Anthony Davis back to make any sort of decisions at all. And if you're gonna, yeah. if you're gonna get into those, yeah, that the the, the playoffs to the play in, you need him to make any sort of noise. So we just gotta wait for that, I guess. But I don't, I don't trust him to not fucking slip helping his teammate yeah. up first yeah. game back and be out Slipping another four in the months. So, so we'll see.
0: Uh well yeah we'll, we'll have to keep an eye out on the Lakers uh we'll we'll see if they are able to maintain this win streak maybe who knows again maybe they maybe they're building that chemistry maybe they're building that uh, that camaraderie and the, they're playing LeBron, well they're playing well G- GM LeBron will uh will hold on to it and they'll just keep running the floor and yeah. playing crazy offense uh but uh to to move on here the uh the you know the NBA the, it keeps on rolling it gives and it takes uh the Lakers take are uh, yeah, the the, the Lakers are, are benefiting a little bit right now, but uh, I mentioned them a little bit there, uh, you know, just in the Eastern or the Western Conference standings. Pardon me, uh, the Clippers and the Suns, two teams that you know people had in the upper echelon of you know potential Larry O'Brien contenders this year, yep. Yep. Uh, and both teams have just looked awful as of late uh yeah. both teams riding six game losing streaks the clippers three and seven in their last 10 the phoenix suns one for nine in the last 10 i believe the <laughs> phoenix suns are five for 15 in their last 20 yeah so they're, they, oof. they even have worse looked, than
1: the raptors man
0: oh they have looked bad without Devin booker just yep. bad and i think yep. that it, it, you know there's problems with both teams uh there's different things going on i think for me uh you know uh it's it's kind of clear but Jordan you know, I want to pose the question to you uh which of these two teams are you more worried about between the the Suns and the Clippers
1: I I think I'm i definitely more worried about the Suns um the the Clippers once again are showing that they have bad vibes and they they're not a good organization for some reason mm-hmm. like I mean even, even though you know they their most recent loss against Atlanta like Kawhi Leonard is still starting you know he's still on that trajectory to looking more like himself and, and the most mm-hmm. like his actual, you know, all-star MVP level self, uh, you know, in a very long time. Like, he had 29 points. He didn't shoot the ball well, but, you know, he's he's getting a lot better. But, you know, the fact that that's happening while the Clippers are losing is not a good
0: sign uh, at all. You he know, doesn't they... give a fuck. He doesn't <laughs> care, man. He literally just doesn't give a shit. He's getting paid so much money. Uh... Like they're, they're paying this guy all this fucking cash from a season he had four years ago, three years yeah. ago. It's coming on four years. Like this yeah, is, it is. I, I told you, I've completely flipped my, like, like, again, I will always love Kawhi for one year. That was a different man, though. This guy, this guy <laughs> is, is like a coward. He's regenerated.
1: Or, someone someone I don't, reprogrammed him.
0: Yeah, he's evil. He's a heel, man. Like I, I don't know. I I don't know what the hell is going on in his mind. That thinks that this makes any sense. Like I don't know why the Clippers let him do it. I said it before. You gotta make him play. You gotta do. Something. I mean, he's
1: playing now. He had 38 minutes. You know, he, I I think he's off minute restrictions now. It looks like. Um, I think he's, he, no, he's, I think he's, he's not going to play like a, in back to backs, but.
0: Yeah, well, I think I was going to say I think he plays like a, almost every other game. Like it's not like he's yeah. he started to play more. Uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure the la- uh he's uh, he sat the last uh or in the last four games he sat two games uh yeah. so he's only played fifty percent the last four like he he. Uh- you can't fucking play forty games and get paid <laughs> thirty million. That doesn't make any sense because then when I know, the he's really come,
1: been fleecing the league for years now, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, but like when the playoffs come, that motherfucker better like just he better be you know again twenty nineteen. Or He better play like Michael Jordan, Kevin Durant, like he better be playing on another all time performance. But we've seen him in the playoffs with the Clippers. He's been good, but he, hasn't he has been, great. been very good.
1: No, he, he's been good. No, he he hasn't been like Toronto level great, but mm-hmm. you know he. Before he did get hurt, you know, any, any time, you know, even in a Clippers uniform in the, the playoffs, he has been very good. But minute, this is the same injury he's had for like
0: five yeah. years, and he's hit fucking hamstring. Uh,
1: yeah, I know, I know. And I mean, he, he's still coming back from, you know, what was it in his knee that he. What was it, his ACL or his MCL? Which one was it? Like the big one that, that knocked him out of the Jazz? Oh, that, that, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Whatever that
0: was. No, I can't even remember it anymore.
1: I think it was a knee thing. Anyway, I I, I get them all mixed
0: up. But, you know, he's. He, I thought you were talking it, about the, the the foot or whatever injury from uh, Zaza.
1: Oh no 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 no! I mean that was that was yeah a, a, a whole an ankle whatever that was yeah. But yeah. but whatever knocked him out for this you know extended period of, of time you know over that I guess that was two seasons ago. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. whatever it was, like he's it's 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 definitely good news that he's looking you know l- l- yeah back more like himself, but if he, yeah if he's if just if he's just going to continue to rest every other game anyway it's like okay we still have this same problem where like Tyloo, i i really feel bad for Tylu almost more than any other coach in the league because it's like right. I, I, I what is he supposed to do because Paul George is also a guy who's constantly missing time in and out of the lineup yep. he didn't play True. against the fucking uh, the the
0: Hawks the other night um and so that motherfucker's got, got to have some actual fatigue though
1: yeah well exactly i know team. i mean he, <laughs> i know he, he he's not he's on a a separate level, you know, Kawhi is his own fucking monster when it comes to this stuff. But like, I I, I just like th- this team is also j- just weird. Like, it's kind of like the Raptors where it's like, oh, you have all these great uh, prototypes of, of players that you need. But this does this team make actual sense together as like a five man unit? Not mm-hmm. really. I mean, you're still bringing guy like, you know, you got Norman Powell and John Wall coming off the bench a lot of the time. And it's like, who's your... Who's really your point guard? Are you going to go with Reggie Jackson or John Wall? Or oh, You don't really have a point guard. Oh, you know, I, I hate this idea. You know, people always saying, oh, you know, uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, they can handle the the playmaking uh, responsibility. They no, don't really need to treat Paul Leonard. <laughs> I'm like, no, he, first of all, yeah, Paul George is a good playmaker. You know, he, get, he gets a good amount of assists. Kawhi Leonard is not a good playmaker. I mean, I've watched mm-hmm. the guy for years now. Yeah, he gets better at making the right pass. I love how people, when people make the stretch, of like, you know, he's a good playmaker. He can make the right pass. That should be like, you know, the... That should be the baseline. That should be, yeah. you know, the least you can do is to swing the ball when a double comes to you for God's sake. Um, so, you know, n- yes, they need a true point guard. And I've been screaming that for years since they got there. If they had one, if they had a setup guy, you know, like Kyle Lowry or, or you know, Chris Paul, even one of those older guys, you know, the, the, anyone like that, like a, a more traditional point guard, I honestly think they would have went farther in the playoffs in both of their runs, uh, uh or, you know, the, I guess all three of their runs. Um, than, than they had. So, yes, they still need to figure that out. And then, yeah, they've got all these wings, and it's like, okay, uh, you know, y- y- you've got too many of them even to play, and, it, and you know, you're bringing a guy like Norman Powell off the bench who easily could start, but, you know, he, he's a good six-man. That's fine. But, you know, you've got all these other guys like Morris and Batum and, and, and even someone like Terrence Mann. Like, there, there's there's just too many guys, and Ty has got too many things to figure out. So mm-hmm. another team that could really use a consolidation trade... But you kind of need to rely on your depth when you've got a guy like Kawhi on your team who doesn't play, and you never know when he's just going to say "fuck it," I'm going to need to sit out for two weeks because I'm sore or something. So mm-hmm. it's kind of it's kind of a disaster that that's that's come you know around again. You know they can't seem to shake this fucking you know Kawhi Leonard and and you know it, it mainly stems from Kawhi just holding them hostage, not yeah, being yeah. a normal NBA player. So it's mm-hmm. like while that's happening, I I I don't know you know. It, the, the, their only hope is for Kawhi to go through a stretch of time where he feels amazing and he wants to play every game um, and and that you've got Paul, Paul George there as well. And Ty Lu can finally, for the first time it feels like ever, see what this team is like uh, and what rotations he wants to play with a fully healthy team. Um, but, you know, again, r- right now they're playing awful and they don't look inspired at all. And, and no. and yeah, it's not it's not a good sign for for this to be happening. When Kawhi is ramping back up, um, but but yeah, that's what I have to say about the Clippers, Matt. I mean, depressing. Again, like I have I, mm. I, 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 lost all faith in them. I don't I don't even care no, yeah, about them yeah. anymore. Yeah. I, I think yeah. they're the most like frustrating team to even think about. Um,
0: and they're like, gonna have a, if they the, like right now the, the pace they're playing at, they're gonna have a fucking tough time going through the West too.
1: Yeah, hell yeah, oh my god. And I mean, it's always hypothetical with them. And I think they're like mm. they're the 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 epitome of like the the wrong way and the way I hate the way people think about the NBA. And it's all about highlights and like hypothetical, uh, you know, scenarios down the road. And like, okay, you know, this, today's game never matters. It's never about today's game. It's always about the game two weeks from now. So it's like, why even play? Might as well rest as many guys as you can. Uh, Oh, we're going to get, you know, all these guys that fit well on paper together. And, you know, we're going to have this hyper switchy team that, Never actually plays, and it's like mm. all these people who still talk about the Clippers as if they're this you know great team that has potential to go and 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 win you know at a high level. It's like you guys have been you guys have been bamboozled and fooled over the past you know four go, years because this has been true uh, forever.
0: Go look at the NBA, the odds to win the NBA championship at any sports book anywhere. They're in the top three. Crazy, crazy. It's I insane. mean,
1: I I, I swear. I, I, it sure it could happen. But there's no evidence so far to suggest that it will. I no, mean, they, they've no. been saying this for years now, so uh, yeah. I, I'm I'm over it. I'm done.
0: Yeah. Well, and and then on the other side of this, uh, you know, I think yeah, we were I was going to say, gonna but go the suns, suns. I'm more. I'm even more worried about yeah. the Suns. Wait, until you get me started? But yeah, go ahead, Matt. No. Yeah. Well, I mean, the Suns. I, I again, I'm actually, I'm more worried about the Clippers personally for you know just all the reasons we were just talking. Yeah, ago. yeah, uh, yeah. Because in comparison, you know. Because this is the Clippers. This is like the team. This is what you're getting. This is yeah. it. Like, this isn't yeah. ing- like they're just, they are going through their lowest point of the season, essentially, but this is just who they are. Like, they are yeah. not a good basketball team. Whereas, at least the Suns, when Devin Booker comes back, at least the on-court production will be increased. Yeah. My biggest concern for the Suns team is that they are not fun anymore. They don't no. like playing with each other. Everybody's got beef with everybody. Mikael Bridges, who I thought was just like this quiet, nice guy, he's fucking pissed off. He's yelling at the teammates. Him and DeAndre Ayton were getting into it uh, during that Wizards game yeah. uh, 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 between free throws. Bradley Beal's instigating a little bit. It, it was. It, it's kind of sad to see, but I like this team. You know, again, this was my my Western Conference final. You know, um, uh, representative. The that was my pick uh, yeah. to get to the NBA Finals from the West, and, and you know, again, they had they are talented enough to do it. But at this point, I just don't see it happen because I don't think they anyone there is enjoying playing with each other at this point. Um, it, yeah, it no. just, like, Imani Williams, I think, is sick of half these guys. Uh, I mean, it's I don't know. It's, it's kind of something that's also kind of followed Chris Paul around. Uh, and I don't really know if that's something that people maybe should start actually attributing to him. I know in the, the, those Clippers days, people always wanted to kind of give him shit. Uh, and then he played with James Harden uh, on the Rockets, and James Harden also has a history. But, I mean, if you look at them right now, James Harden's got a, a better uh, copacetic relationship with his uh, superstar teammates than, yep. uh, than Chris Paul does. So I'm I'm really, really hoping that, uh, you know, the Suns can find a way to turn this around. Uh, but I, at the other point, it's like, if this is how it's going to be, like, Chris Paul's probably got, you know, what, two, three seasons left. Uh, you know, you're, you're obviously going to hold on to Devin Booker. But if DeAndre Ayton, like, I mean, not only is that I'm, I'm remembering, you know, every single time you see him, that you could have had Luca. Um, but yes. you, every time you look at DeAndre Ayton, it's just like, why aren't you better than you are? Like yeah. that, his best game was Game One, of the NBA Finals, uh, twenty nine or twenty twenty uh, yeah. or twenty twenty one. Pardon me. Uh, yeah. So I'm I'm I just I don't know how much more the Suns have to go through. To fit, get through this fucking like war, uh, like fog of war that they're going through, yeah. like, nobody, nobody has any uh, resemblance of friendship, camaraderie on that team. Like it just looks like again, we talk about the vibes. The vibes are low in in Phoenix, and like you shouldn't have to rely on Devin Booker to provide all that. Uh, like well, yeah. get campaign to do some dances and shit. Like that guy, about yeah. that guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like we, it's funny because we said yeah, after the the collapse last year in the Game Seven when they got fucked uh you know it it took it, you know we were like you know when something that traumatic happens to you it takes a while yeah. to get over it uh and then they had that awful fucking showing in the first game of the season somehow managed to rally back and win uh what was that it was that damian lee is that his name Who hit all those yeah, shots yeah 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 damian lee, yeah damian yeah damian lee
0: <laughs> but brother-in-law of steph curry i believe right yes yes
1: and then and then they've had an okay year or whatever but it just feels like we're back in that like slog of like uh, you know now with with them performing like they have like just it just something feels off and you can't really even yeah. put your finger on it but you know you you're pointing to yeah guys like Aiden who will have you know will have a twenty and ten game and look great one night and then the next night you know feel like he doesn't even want to touch the ball um, and and it's hard with young big men like that I, like I you know it. Yeah, 100%. And it's a very different situation, uh, and they're very different players. But, like, Jonas Valanciunas used to go through stuff like that where it's like, it, you know, when he was with the Raptors, you know, it, it, it – it, if you wanted to a, it, him to have a good game, you would kind of purposely try and set him up with the first few shots of the game. You'd go right yeah. to him in the post. And then sometimes that would get his confidence going, then he, you know, he'd be he'd, he'd run the floor, he'd, he'd be getting rebounds, play good defense, uh and then, you know, he would end up with, you know, a 20 point, 10 rebound sort of performance and, and really affect the outcome of the game. But if you if you didn't do that or for, you know, ma- matchup didn't make sense really to do that. He could have games where he just he might as well not have been out there, and 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 it's also matchup dependent with a guy like that, and, and it's true for Aiden as well. So it's it's hard. Like I I I I feel for the guy, honestly, to to, to be that type of player in today's NBA. Um, mm-hmm. and you know he's 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 got like the little tools too. He has a really nice kind of turnaround jump shot and mid range jump shot that goes in every once in a while. Like he's yeah, a guy he with uh, yeah, a hundred percent. Like he's uh, he's a really good young big. Um, but for some reason it just feels like Phoenix. Whether it's his fault, I, I don't know, or whether it's on Phoenix, uh, you know, the the schemes and everything, to sort of get him more involved in these games, like, he's just not been consistent enough, and and, and he's a guy, like, in a position where you know, honestly, with, with Devin Booker out and, and with Chris Paul missing the odd game here and there as well,
0: mm-hmm. you kind
1: of have to you know, with his skill, you kind of have to play through him, like, dump it down to him uh, and, and you know, make things, you know, happen you know, cuts and, and kickouts again uh, you know, through the low post, but they're not really doing that and and I I don't know if Aiden's incapable or if they' just don't trust him yet but there's something there's a there's something missing there um and then and then yeah like a guy like Mikhail bridges like you would you would hope that he could be more of a you know dominating presence out there and show more of what he had to show in the playoffs last year when they were missing Booker uh like there there was you know hope that this year he could take a, a big step but I think he's that that's been a bit too much for him uh you know with with Booker out a bit too Much for him to handle in terms of okay, now I'm gonna be the 20 point per game scorer. Um, and 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 like the rest of this team, I'm I like, but yeah, I, I agree with you. It's it's more just it's it's the vibe, something is weird, and 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 I I, I don't know what it is. Like, uh, uh, still on paper, if you get because also you, you've still got the whole Jay Crowder situation that you know yeah. hasn't been resolved, a starter from last year, uh, freaking um. Uh, Cam Johnson, still missing time. You know, people have kind of forgotten about him, but he's a really important player to this team. Uh, yeah. So, fully healthy, I still do really like the Suns, but if the vibes are going to be off, you know, Sarver's at that still point as around, well, I
0: think
1: too. Sarver's still there. We don't know what's going on, you know, if because I, you know, I, I heard, you know, until the sale is finalized, does he have like veto power on moves that would, you know, make, you know, spend more money? You know, like, there, there's certain weird things that are going on there. So, it's like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, on on paper, fully healthy. The Suns are good, but you know, the, the vibes, if, if the vibes are going to still be stinky, it doesn't matter how good you are because you know, that's going to sabotage you, uh, whether you've got all your guys or not. And, and so I I don't know, I don't know if it really makes sense for the Suns to make some sort of move. Maybe it does. I, I, I know I was saying earlier, you know, in the year, just to, just to freshen things up, get more life in the organization and get, get them, you know, more competitive, in, in a West that's kind of gotten better around them. Um, yeah. but I don't know, I don't know exactly what the move is unless you finally find a suitor for Crowder, but it seems like no one really wants Crowder because
0: no, I don't think so. Uh,
1: they, you know, they're scared, you know, in a few months he'll, he'll do that to them. You know, he will ask him to come off the bench for one game and he'll, he'll say, fuck it, I'm out of here. So it's, yeah. it's bad. It's bad down there in Phoenix. And I don't know other than, yeah, Devin Booker's just got to come back and they've got to hope that they can rally around each other again. But, uh, until then it's, uh Ew, not looking good.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, we're we're going to keep close eye on both these teams and see if uh, either of them are able to turn it around before the end of the season. But you know, before yeah. uh, anything becomes too late. Uh, Jordan, do you think you could take Jordan Clarkson in a fight? The battle oh, yeah. of the Jordans, because oh, yeah. he he this guy not afraid to to, to chuck up the knocks, man. He is <laughs> uh, uh, again. Uh, you know, um, and I feel like this just happened. Um. He, was, he was ready to square up. Uh, and it just happened again against the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, kind of, you know, De- Desmond Bain I think kind of pushed off him a little bit on a drive to the rim. So then he uh, reciprocated by giving him a fucking a bitch With slap. With a
1: fucking <laughs> slap, a windup that was insane, man.
0: Yeah. And, and then Jaron Jackson Jr. comes up, and you know, props to uh, Jordan Clarkson. I think he subscribes to my theory that you should only <gasps> fight people. You should only fight people if they're bigger than you. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. If you lose. If you lose, then it's like okay, well, yeah, you were supposed to lose anyways. But then yeah. if you win, then it's like wow, uh, you're, you're a tough guy. You yeah. Can't, you can't if you lose to the guy who's smaller than you, then, then that's like <laughs> embarrassing. So, yeah. uh, you know, wise on Jordan Clarkson, but, but this guy's tried to fight. Uh, he tried to fight Goran Dragic way, way back on the Lakers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like this guy has his kind of a, 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 a repetitive offender uh, yeah. in, in this uh, situation. He's eventually we got to see what he's got. We got to see him uh, do the celebrity boxing or something because this guy wants to. He wants to fight.
1: 100 uh, percent and i mean you, you you sent me uh sent me like a mock draft uh, not m- mock draft a mock uh a fake trade uh, or mm-hmm. a proposed trade the other day uh you know clarkson coming to the raptors and even more so now we need a tough guy we need an enforcer oh, yeah. uh bring jordan clarkson up up north of the border uh the the filipino community would love it too yeah. uh i think he's uh, he's his mom's filipino uh, maybe but, that's it uh,
0: maybe the uh yeah maybe me channeling is manny Pacquiao. and i was
1: gonna say yeah yeah I mean he yeah he doesn't play around. I mean he hasn't you know he, he he acts very tough in those situations but you know nothing was between him and uh uh Jaren Jackson. He could have he could have actually gotten in there, you know, gotten a punch in. Uh but you know I I, I the stance is hilarious cuz he's a skinny guy too. So he kind of yeah. looks like, you know, a guy you'd, you know, in high school uh who's a little weird who uh you know would uh, you know threaten to fight you in the hall for no reason. Um but uh the <laughs> the slap, the wind up on Bain was hilarious though because Man. That, yeah. That, that was just ridiculous. You know, he really, you know, open palmed out full extension and just whacked him. Um, but uh I, I also love the, the the reaction of the Grizzlies, even Jaron Jackson Jr., he was just kind of holding up his hands like, What are you doing? And Jordan Clarkson, he was he was ready to go. Um so I I, I love it. Uh I, I would like to see him, you know, up against another one of these tough guys in the league, maybe Pat Bev. Uh, I, you know, one That'd of the Morris, funny. one of the Morris brothers. I I just hope a tussle happens. Beef stew, but a beef stew. Uh, you that know, would be s- the tough one. Someone else who who's ready to you know uh throw hands as well. Uh, you know we we we'd get a you know a good a good entertaining uh little you know spat. So so I love it. Uh uh, and and yeah, hope he comes to Toronto. That'd be great. I'd I'd love to have him on our team.
0: Yeah, uh, and that was just a quick little segment. We just want to talk about uh, Jordan Clarkson, uh, who who is a fight. It uh and deservedly
1: got ejected from that game as well yeah yeah uh
0: (laughs) well uh you know what the jordan this is a a segment that we used to do uh last season uh and we're we're bringing it back blind nba comparisons i've got a few comparisons here for you fliegel uh and uh you know jordan's not, not gonna know who these players are it's gonna be player a player b and he's gonna give me his pick on which player he would take in this uh this blind comparison so uh the first one jordan I'm going to give it to you right here, uh, and I'm actually going to send these over so you can actually have the numbers in front of you oh, uh, right here. That's actually – Bang, right there. So you have the uh, the compared stats, so you'll see point per game here. Uh, player A averages 26 points, player B 25.7, so slight edge to player A. Uh, assists per game, 4.6 to 6.5. Rebounds per game, 7 to 8.4. Steals per game, 1.1 to 0.9. And blocks per game, 0.6 to 0.4. So, uh, player A, slightly better score, less production as an assist man and as a rebounder, but uh, the, the the slightly better defender. Who do you got?
1: Where did you send this to me, Matt? Oh, in the chat? In,
0: in the chat, yeah. Go slide okay, over on. there, man. Oh,
1: okay. I was looking for Okay, okay. Hold on. Hold Technical on,
0: difficulties. On.
1: So... So player player one is the twenty six.
0: Yeah, and then player B is the twenty five point seven.
1: Okay, so okay, so we're scoring where this that's a scratch. We're pretty even, slight slight edge. Eh. Ooh, okay, so uh, just, oh, this is tough, Matt. This is tough because even the defensive stats are pretty close. You know, you get yeah.
0: between a little bit in favor of player A, but yeah, yeah. They're so close.
1: Yeah, you know what? Ah. Uh, this is a tough one. This is a good one. Um I'm ugh, I'm actually because you know the rebounding is you know one of the biggest gaps. I guess the well the assist and rebounding are both in favor of player 2, are they not? Assist and rebounding. Yeah, yep, yep. yeah. I'm going player 2. Give me player 2. Player B. So,
0: player A, player A was Zion. Player B, Pascal Siakam. Yeah, let's go. Pretty uh, pretty close. Woo! I was surprised the numbers were as close as they were. I always forget that Zion's rebounds numbers aren't like as insane as you. Yeah, would they think. should be higher than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I I think that you know I think most people would probably take Zion for the future. But I mean, right now, I mean, right trying, now, I one, think one player, I think you'd want him for the one yeah. season.
1: Yeah, another good game last night. Raptors finally got a mm-hmm. win. I feel an, yeah, I'm feeling rejuvenated.
0: Easier. Um, uh, and, they still and yeah, suck.
1: Pascal, uh, Matt. This is a turning point in the year. Okay, we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna rattle off a few wins in a row. Um, no, I, I'm glad I went with it because yeah, obviously you take Zion for the future, 100, much younger, more explosive, uh has a much higher ceiling. But yep. uh yeah, right now I think you know the numbers don't lie. I think I think if if for the you know for the rest of this season, I, I think you could justify taking Pascal 100 because he's more he's more polished. Uh, you know, he has the experience and uh, yeah, the assisting and rebounding, you know, difference between the two of them is uh, is pretty sizable. And, and yeah, yeah, defensively, uh, Zion's a bit better, but but, uh, you know, uh, Pascal's a hell of a defender, too, as well, especially when he's fresh and he's trying.
0: Yeah. Uh, OK, player uh, player comparison number two here. Player A averages twenty five point nine points per game, four point seven assists, five rebounds, and they shoot thirty six percent from three and forty eight point nine percent from the field. Player B. Averages 22.1 points per game, 10.8 assists per game, six rebounds per game, the exact same percentage at three-point, uh, oh. from three-point range, uh, but 42% from the floor. Who do you got? Oof. So big big edge in assists per game to player two. Yep. But... Slight edge in rebounding, but then the edge uh, by uh, about uh, two baskets uh, to points per game from the uh, player A, and then shooting. Shooting much less shooting from uh, deep identical shooting from the field edge to player a uh I you know I, I think I would have
1: right away gone with player B if they if they weren't shooting 42 percent from the field because 42 percent compared to 48 percent that kind of you know for me that's that's as important you know it, it kind of cancels it out that production that better uh, you know efficiency uh, with the Difference in assists between each guy, so now I'm fucking ah. Uh, maybe oh, this is tough though because if you if you're averaging ten assists, you're doing a lot. Ah, uh, mm-hmm. this is a really tough one. But you know what? For some reason, I'm gonna go with my gut, and I'm actually gonna go player A.
0: So player B was James Harden. <laughs> player yes. A, player A is Kyrie Irving.
1: Oh fuck. <laughs> oh.
0: So it's an interesting know one, you know, it, but, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it was close though. They, they both have uh, it's very different games, very different games. Yeah. And you know what? I, this I season, mean, I don't
1: even know who I'd go with in the real world. These are two, uh, you yeah. know, bad options to actually have on your team, but, uh, <laughs> I mean, two great guys, two guys we've been watching for a hell of a long time. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, I am going to be, uh, you know, sad when the era of these two guys is over, but, uh, You know, it is very impressive, you know, the season uh, Kyrie's having over 25 and and to shoot almost uh, 50%, you know, Mm -hmm. with the amount of tough shots he shoots, um, I'm happy with it. I think I'd actually legitimately rather have Kyrie, when he's on the floor and playing well this year, than I would uh, Harden, because, uh, yeah, Kyrie, kind of like that other guy in Brooklyn who went down with injury last night, hopefully everything's all right with him, uh, Kevin Durant, uh, but uh, having, you know, both of those guys having freaking
0: amazing seasons. Yeah. Uh, okay. Third player comparison here. Uh, points per game. You got player A uh, averaging eighteen point nine points per game, six point seven assists, twelve point four rebounds, and they shoot forty percent from three point land, but they only take one three per game. Player okay, that's B. That's a big man. <laughs> yeah. Player Player B twenty point four points per game, ten point two assists per game, four rebounds per game. Almost identical three-point percentage, 0.4% better, uh, but they shoot seven and a half threes a game. So who do you take in?
1: Okay, don't give it away, Matt. I'm pretty, pretty sure, because I've just looked at the stats recently, that player B is Tyrese Halliburton. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm trying to figure out who player A would be. Wait, 6.7 assists and then 12.4 rebounds. Oh, you fuck. Oh, nice try, Matt. Nice try. I almost got you, man. You were (laughs) close. uh but you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna forget that i know who these two guys are and i'm gonna think about this hold on uh
0: because it's close if i I, I didn't put in the three point uh three pointers attempted i think it could have gone that's true that's true i did want to differentiate why one of them is uh but because if you don't have three point percent uh three pointers attempted you're thinking oh these guys shoot the same amount but this guy averages six more rebounds
1: yeah yeah no i mean with the rebounding though i think you would have you know, you wouldn't assume someone rebounding that much would have that many threes, but but yeah, that mm. that is a useful piece of information. Okay, I don't know who either these guys are. Uh, <laughs> say, po- points per game is pretty pretty even actually. Uh, yeah, you know, in the point. assists, the assists even though it's not even that. You know what? Honestly, just by these stats, even though uh, you know Tyrese Halliburton is, you know, I, I I think I would take him just you know over Sabonis normally. Uh, I think I'd go with Player A. I'd go with uh, the the Sabone man.
0: Yeah, uh, the Saboner. He's uh, you, you can't <laughs> uh, you can't knock him in again. He should be in the uh, the All Star game this year, so hopefully he'll get uh, some some more late voting surge there. But uh, that's yeah, a,
1: a great stat line. I was, I was yeah. you know before I even got to the rebounds, you know I knew they were kind of high. I'm like, is this is this fucking Westbrook or something? Is Matt trying to trick me? But Jokic,
0: uh, uh, yeah, Jokic
1: he's he's got a he's having a hell of a year uh to 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 rebound the way he's doing it and and the assists are just yeah. you know big reason why sacramento has that awesome offense so yeah good good for good for his bonus but i mean Tyrese two guys two both of these guys should be all stars probably oh, 100%, 100%. Uh, so so <laughs> what a what a what a fun trade uh you know the the the, the classic win-win that we've talked about before i
0: love it win 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 because we help manage win, it. We yep. uh the uh the fourth one here we have uh this is a good one uh player a yeah. averages 29.1 points per game 6.7 assists 8.2 rebounds a steal and a half a block a game player b averages 30 points per game 5.4 assists 6.8 rebounds uh just under one steal per game and a block and a half per game so uh Probably, you know, you give the edge in defense and slightly, slightly in scoring to player B, uh, but assists and rebounds go to player A. Oh,
1: All right. Okay, yeah, scoring is a scratch. I mean, less than a point. We'll call that even. So the assists, uh, almost one and a half more for player A. 29 and, s- and seven. Who the fuck is this? And eight? Jeez. Oh, is this fucking... Uh oh, one of these guys feels like it's Luca or something but who's the other guy? And I could be wrong here. Okay, so so the wait, the edges in uh, assists and rebounds for player A.
0: Yep, yeah. But uh in uh, but defense block, the, right right the blocks go to the uh, the defender by a, 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 a good margin a whole block, yeah.
1: <sighs> ooh you know what? Just because the blocks—that's kind of a wild card, and that is intriguing. Uh, and everything else is even enough. I'm actually going to go with Player B, but I have a feeling Player A is probably better. But
0: so tell me I, I, again—I think you're doing. I think you're picking pretty well here. Player A was LeBron James.
1: Oh, okay,
0: all right. And player B. It's the guy we were just talking about uh, a little briefly there. Uh, Kyrie Irving's running mate, Kevin Durant. All right.
1: Wow. Wow. A block and a half this year. Good for KD. Yeah. I didn't know he yeah. was, uh, you know, putting that work in on defense. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm definitely happy with that. But look at LeBron's stats, man. This is
0: crazy. This is insane. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. I They're, can't believe 38 this. 38 years old. Uh, okay. Last one here, Jordan. This here is we a good go. one. Uh, throwing him in here now. We've got a lot more numbers in this one. Oh, uh, fuck. To look at. Uh, so hopefully that, 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 that'll that translate onto to your screen there. So player A averages 13.9 points per game, uh, just under one assist per game, uh, 11.9 rebounds per game, 0% from three-point land, 60, 67% from free throw land, uh, and 67% from the field. Player B averages 12 points per game, 3.2 assists, 4.9 rebounds, 40% from deep, 82 from the uh, from the charity stripe and 49 and a half from uh, the field goal uh, field goal land. What are you taking here? So the the better shooter, technically, like especially for volume, I can tell you, player B shoots the ball more. Okay. Uh, but uh, you know, player B shoot uh, the better shooter, way way worse rebounder. They average about around the same amount of points, but player B also shares the sugar a little bit.
1: All right, I feel like we've got a big man and like a guard or like a. Uh, Fucking Swing Man or something here. Um, okay, so... Oh, wait, but... Oh, oh, rebound. Okay, so player one is is averaging a double-double. 13.9 uh, yep, and 11.9. Yep. And then we got 12 rebounds. Only 3.2 assists. Or 12 points on... Ah! The, uh, uh, oh, the other guy tough. averages
0: 0. 0.9 assists. Play,
1: player A, right, right. Player okay. A,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: And then it's player B. And then player B averages 3.2. So player B is a bit more of an uh, uh, all-around. Okay, and the field goal percentage for player B is 49.5. Hey, you know what? That's not bad. Uh, I'm tempted to go player A, but I'm actually going to go player B. Give me player B.
0: Interesting. Okay, so I think this one is technically a miss, but I fucking love it because this is just uh, me pushing my own propaganda. Player A is Rudy Gobert. Player B is Kelly Olinick. <laughs>
1: yes. See. <laughs> no,
0: so I love get, it. You get, you get, you get. You get the, 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 you get the Cam Loop Blazer. Uh, well, I told himself. you.
1: Bring him to Toronto, man. What a great stat line. Wow, forty percent from from three. Kelly, yeah. you're killing it, man.
0: The Canadian sniper, man. Uh, but yeah, uh, that's how bad the Timberwolves are. Uh, even though actually they've moved up in the West, so congrats to them. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's depending on your cup of tea there. You know, uh, yeah, Gobert not doing that much better than Kelly Olinick and they gave up five. Give me Trump Kelly O'Linick all day, yeah, all day. Man. Uh, it, it's it's pretty crazy to think of. But uh, we we want to know who who would you guys take based on these blind comparisons? Get at us at Big Dog Ball Talk. Uh, ask Jordan and I. You know, feel free to drop your own blind comparisons. So and maybe we'll uh, we'll discuss them on the podcast if you send them over to us. So uh, yep, get yep. us at Twitter at Big Dog Ball Talk and. And, uh, you know, send us questions, takes, anything you want, Um, but... uh you know, we we were gonna have another episode coming out on Friday, and uh, you know, soon I don't know, maybe not this Wednesday. Who knows? Maybe it will be this Wednesday. Uh, we are gonna be all doing star. our all star all star yep. selection special. You guys won't want to miss that one. That was one of the most popular episodes we've ever had. So uh, yep. be sure to stay uh, stay in the loop for that one. Uh, you know, we like to go big for that. So uh, you know, the, the the big dogs will be signing off here. So be sure to follow us at Big Dog Ball Talk, and we will talk to you all on Friday. Uh, this is Matt Corner, Jordan Flegel for Big Dog Ball Talk. And as my good friend Jordan always says. Uh,
1: You know what, Matt? I'm going to give a special shout out uh, to Animal Boy. You know, we've given love to Excuse Mm. Me, uh, Mm -hmm. an awesome uh, uh, band from Guelph because, uh, you know, Alex, the producer, the front man, uh, the the beautiful front man. But uh, 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 Animal Boy, another amazing Guelph band uh, that Mm -hmm. I feel like uh, deserves some love as well. So go check them out. They're, uh, I I think they're playing in Toronto uh yep. I think we're, we're the big dog uh, ball talk is gonna be there January 19th buy us
0: a, buy us a drink because we can't afford it
1: yeah at the Drake uh you know pretty uh you know awesome uh, establishment uh, down there on mm-hmm. Queen Street so shout out animal boy
0: yeah, well, uh, it's going to be a blast. Yeah, definitely shout out Animal Boy. Go check out the new album. And, new album uh, coming know, out, yeah. Uh, and I believe, actually, uh, our producer, Alex, was a uh, producer for that as well. So Alex, we going to drop some Alex, music in here. play us uh, out. Play us I, out with Animal yeah, Boy, I'm, Yeah, we're, st- we're stealing the song, and we're not paying royalties either. So, nope, uh, nope, can't afford it. Uh, yeah, can't afford it. So uh, everybody, yeah, come come on up to the Drake. Uh, I think it's the 19th or something. Yep, uh, yep. And, uh, you know, come, come see Animal Boy fucking rage.
1: Let's go. Okay, play it out, Alex. Let's go. Never mind the explanations, and sit right where you are. You're doing as you're told. Yeah, now, looky, here, you... I said you're doing as you're told.
0: Hey, you side-wise, you think you're... I'm gonna make When you wipe off your chin You got the taste for blood again But I know you're You know all about what's wrong and right But then you roll up your sleeves Together sometimes you free Because you're everybody's friend You'll never be that fool again That you're everybody's friend You never fall in love Pretend that you're everybody's friend Now you are all alone again, I have to talk it up to human nature At least then I won't feel like a failure Or just blame it all on Mother Nature Lie awake wait for some holy savior The children of the guardian laugh at me When I'm the one and only friend You let me down, time And it gets a farewell on the tip of the town Your expectations, or live a life of isolation. You better shut up and watch your since all you ever say is fiction. I'm ah, too bad for me. i am put my life.